There you go. Oh. In the works with Brandon and Usa. Again, thank you, Raviv, as always. Our number one supporter. Number one supporter and listener. <laughs> anyway. And listener, yeah. So today we're kind of like thinking about staying centered, talking about it. Yeah, we're just thinking about it, you know. Not sure if we'll actually, you know, stay centered or anything. But just kind of the idea of staying centered. Um, and for me, it kind of came about with the um, the thought of just everything being stressful or a lot of things being stressful and uh, just not being swayed by the circumstance and not being swayed by maybe your emotions and how you feel uh, at that time. Not like giving up your emotions or anything, but like if you are, you know, freaking out because you're not prepared for something to not actually be freaking out to be trying to be proactive and such and uh, just keeping yourself in check and staying on that path and such. So I wanted to ask you like what, what staying centered meant for you. Well, Brandon, have you ever felt stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed in your daily life? No. Do you struggle with productivity and finding a sense of fulfillment? No. Okay, I'm not going to read. <laughs> yes, to a lot of those. <laughs> Half the time, sometimes. Um, but no. What does staying centered seem, look like to you? What does that even mean to you? Well, to me. Yes, to you. It is staying in... Staying, yeah, (laughs) it's staying balanced and maintaining a good life. Okay, what does that mean? (laughs) It's balanced. Well, it's, um, I want to say it's more of like balance inside of yourself in pH balance. Yeah, that too. (laughs) No, there's, there's always a balance. Um, what scale on what scale? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's pretty much being more calm and just pretty much cool headed. Um, not letting really external things get to you. Mm-hmm. Just being in the moment, being there, understanding what's happening and just kind of reacting to it that way. What are your thoughts on, say, staying centered then? Like, what, because that's what you'd say it is, but like, what, what do you think about that? Is it, is it difficult to do? How is it for you? How do you apply that in your life? How do you try to maintain that? Well, staying centered is definitely very hard. It actually kind of goes hand in hand with mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And being mindful is just, you know, is also a difficult thing. Um, you can definitely go into it and, you know, just struggle. Uh, part of being mindful is just knowing yourself. We've done a podcast about that that you guys should check out. <laughs> if you want to just um, kind of like it's go over. more aware of yourself mm-hmm. and just being patient and compassionate to yourself, which is very hard. A lot of people struggle with it because you never really view yourself like that. You, a lot of people like to push themselves and, you know, because of that, they, they aren't patient with themselves. They just expect the best. But when it comes to thinking about someone else, 
they would obviously be more compassionate and understanding and more patient towards that person. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. You would hope so. No, least. you're you're right. Sometimes. Yeah. But, but I, I definitely think that it's important to, yeah. to do at least do your best to do that, even though it's so difficult. Of course. I think we talked about before of how like mindfulness is very much a practice and not just like a given. You have to you have to be on it all the time and you get better at it. Of course, you know. There isn't a end all be all that we know for mindfulness of just like you could try to you could try to be aware of everything, but you're not gonna be aware of everything. You know? So it's and you may not need to be aware of everything, just important things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of staying on that line. So when I initially thought of centered, like being centered, um I it reminded me of something that happens to me when I just feel like uh, I enter like this room where I can see both the big picture and the small details and I could watch that as it unfolds. And it's not like specific type of like focus or anything, but it's more of like a broad, broad or general focus, almost like an awareness, like that mindfulness. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I often feel like that I leave that room and then I forget about it but something will remind me about it and I'll kind of come back and I'll enter that room and then I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. Like I understand again, I remember and I feel like any, every time I enter that room, I'm progressing. And every time I leave it, I'm just kind of going weird ways. Not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes you learn things by going weird ways. But when I return to that room, it's just like things make sense. Things have a process, a path and I just I can see it I can see everything and so it, it's kind of like how how do I stay in that room with everything in that head space mm-hmm. it's what I initially thought being like centered is it's being in that head space where you're not like thrown about tossed by the winds but you understand big picture what's going on and also to the details and you just you can everything's more clear and yeah, so it's, it's just trying to do that. And I was like, how do I stay in this space? And you were talking about mindfulness. The thing I wrote down was you know, learning about yourself and your surroundings. Mm-hmm. The more you're aware of things, the more you can kind of navigate things. So it was just also establishing like reminders and cues. Cause for me to get back into that headspace, sometimes a certain song will come on that I maybe listened to a lot while I was, while I was in there something and i'll just be like oh yeah i forgot about you know how i was thinking before how to you know be in this this headspace how to be on this path and then you know a simple song or an action will remind me and then i'm like okay i'm back in it mm-hmm. and then you know i'll fall out of it for whatever reason i guess the idea would be like pinpointing why one falls out of that centeredness you know what tosses you out of whack and how to get back into that. I feel like when people get out of it, um, I guess it's just me speaking personally, but it's <laughs> people by Usa. <laughs> yeah, by me. Uh, it's definitely for me, it was going into a new route, a new routine and just 
kind of forgetting the old one and like certain aspects of that one because um or you know back in the day <laughs> oh two years ago no no how, how many? it was even before, uh four four years five years oh, yeah, ago back in the day but uh, this was even before like we played Minecraft together. Oh my god! That so was back in the day. it was about four or five years ago. Yeah, you know, I was playing games with my friends. Mm-hmm. I I forgot how competitive I could be, and mm-hmm. up until now, but the last you know four, three four years when I stopped actively gaming and you know just competing and stuff i forgot how much i wanted to just become you know good at something become the best at something and i just kind of lost that and And so in that in that game you might have been a lot more you had that feeling of being centered yeah in something and uh, up until recently i have been able to be more focused and just motiv- motivate myself a little yeah. better because I forgot about that feeling from before. And, you know, that feeling is still inside me and I still want to do all these things. I still want to be better at all these things. I want to improve on myself. And that part, I just completely forgot because of new routines. I was yeah. too busy doing something else and I just forgot an aspect of myself. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And I think that has to do with, you know, that transition from childhood to adulthood where, you know, things change. Things change a lot. You're responsible for more. Um, You have to do a lot of things to just upkeep on being alive and such. And um, so it's it's harder to to just think about your goals and your dreams, especially when you're tired. And and even to just focus on the present because you always feel like, oh, Got to do this now. Uh, now. I got to do this now. I got to go from one thing. Yeah, staying centered is just so hard because not only do you have to completely understand yourself, mm-hmm. but also the things surrounding you. Yeah, and you and have just, to not let it weather you. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a very difficult thing to do, but you can definitely stay centered for the most part. So when you were talking about getting competitive in games, it reminded me of. Um, I I find it difficult to go and play games mm. because I'm the type of person to invest myself in a game. Uh-huh. Like it, not necessarily like monetarily, but I mean as in emotionally, like my brain power, my focus. It's like this big, it's like moving this giant needle and going, now I'm playing this game. And so, so a simple, sometimes a simple game of just like, hey, let's go play this. I'm like, I don't want to shift my entire being to play the game and then have to shift back. Like, that's exhausting because that's kind of how I go into games sometimes. And uh-huh. sometimes I'm able to like curb it. So it's not so much, but it's like shifting that needle and it's, it's difficult. So when you're saying like competitive, like I want that feeling, but it's also difficult to go what do I shift that needle to? And the unfortunate thing is the needle is always shifted towards something. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make sure it's kind of pointed toward something that is positive, that has purpose and um, that will benefit you. Otherwise, you know, it's just you can go down 
go down dark paths pretty quick. And I don't know, it, it reminds me of the thought that, you know, life is just kind of like one big game, not like a, not like a oh fun game. Like it's, it could be very serious, like, yeah. but it's still, it's still a mixture of a bunch of, a bunch of games and a lot of rules and limitations. And it's just how it is. And it, not necessarily socially. I mean, just like physically, like you, mm-hmm. you drop the ball and it goes down, you know, gravity, <laughs> things yeah. like that. But I, I have to remind myself like, okay, life's life is a type of game, right? Yeah. And I'm already on the field. There is no getting off this field. Mm-hmm. I'm already on the field. I might as well play you know? Yeah. Cause if you learn the rules and you learn how to interact with the players, then you could actually, you know, have fun, have a decent time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you don't learn the rules, you don't know how to, you know, you don't get along with the players, then you break the rules, but things happen to you, which could mean, you know, like mixing this with this and it blows up and you get hurt or something, you know, learn the rules of life, <laughs> you know, like I'm talking yeah. physically and socially um, and then learn how to play with the players. And then you could actually have fun. You could have a good game. And, but the biggest thing is, hey, you're on the field right now. So you got to you got to play and you you may not know exactly how to play or what the goal is of the game, but you got to start making moves yeah. and make your situations better. So you're not getting lost in the waves and people are like, hey, uh, you broke the rules. And you're like, I don't even know what the rules are <laughs> like that. So mm-hmm. I actually um, asked some of my friends I was like, hey, it was like three of them. And. Just yesterday, they were. There was no prep to this. I was just like, "What do you think of feeling centered?" And they're like, "What's this about? Like, <laughs> like what? Like, why are you asking me this question?" I was like, "Ah, just you know, what do you feel about? How do you feel about staying centered?" And he was just like, "I don't, I don't ever use those words." So it's <laughs> at, at some point, we just need to call your friends and just. Just have them on this on podcast. Just boom. I don't know. I think I think it's um, it's nice. I might ask them more questions that I ask on here because uh, no, I think that'd be really nice, and we just can actually see. put this to use too if we if you we ever wanted to call someone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when people are available. I think they all work on Fridays. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I like I like talking to them, and especially in that setting because it's not you know podcast it's not mm. serious they could just throw out whatever like that's where like some creativity happens because you're not you're not thinking oh what are people going to think about my thoughts they know me and know that i'm not going to judge them for their thought i'm just going to ask more questions and so they'll throw something out there and they'll try to give a good answer it's always interesting but so yeah they were they were just talking about that and um one of them drew one of my friends um it's just like okay after i was able to get him past the uh he he never really used that specific language i was like okay what do you think it would mean what do you think other people would mean like what mm-hmm. <laughs> after i got past that he kind of gave his you know answer per se which like i said no prep time for any of these guys they just yeah. kind of they just kind of said yeah. what came to mind yeah they were just like well you know he was like i think it's you know being able to stay in control of yourself. And then another one, Blake was like, you know, I was like, what do you, what do you think about when you hear someone like being centered and then he was like put together, you know, well off and not centered would be like in a ditch going down a dark path. Such. Okay. So 
we kind of went through this this list of thoughts of like can you shift you know being centered on and off like can you go back and forth or are you always centered on something or are you not mm-hmm. centered on anything and kind of the thought was you are centered on something all the time it's just in which direction and in what yeah and so being not centered or at least this was my interpretation of what was being said being not centered was still kind of being centered just on a bunch of different other things like very dispersed so maybe technically it's also not centered like there is no center or focus mm-hmm. so I, I guess it's kind of a, the same thing it's just yeah. um oh no 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 being centered, you can not be centered but you can also be centered in the wrong direction is what we said never mind there we go that's what it was that makes sense and we were also like, is being centered a feeling or is it objective? I f- mm, depending on who you are, I definitely want to say it's a mix. Well, objective means it doesn't matter who you are. There is a staying centered. Is it subjective or objective? I think it's more subjective. Subjective? Because every person can feel their own centered. Yeah. And, you know, everything, different people have different views on the world and how they think. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think subjective because my staying centered could be different from your staying centered. So I almost want to say it's a mix of both. Like there are objective aspects to it. Like since, you know, you have the human, your human body, right? There are limits to what it can do. And for it to process properly, there are like strengths like there's zones at which you can do things for Mm -hmm. it to function properly so i feel like staying centered in that manner like there's there's kind of a window that you could function in oh it could be subjective in that manner but still kind of objective and like if you drink a lot of poison you're gonna die so it's kind of like (laughs) like having that base where it's kind of like a general rule for everyone that you you could do, but it's it's pretty much a standard. If you do this, you're generally... It, it makes me think of uh, something in calculus, and I'm not going to explain much, but <laughs> okay. you just kind of have a function going up here and a function down here, and function you're going to try to find with both of them is going to be somewhere in the middle. Like, no, but, so it's an um, approximation of sorts. Yeah, so that base, I mean, I, re- I have some stuff, you know, just yeah. like having enough sleep, a uh, balanced diet. Like you said, the whole poison thing consuming mm-hmm. poison in your body um i even have caffeine intake on mine yeah i mean it could be it could throw things out of whack yeah no definitely. i mean if you if you can um get it like if you consume it in a way that's not going to throw things out of whack i mean it's meanwhile fun. i'm drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey i mean also it it goes kind of back to that window because you could say so you never drink caffeine and to you that's like keeping your body centered per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you drink a lot of caffeine in one day. You can still be within the, the bounds of centered because you're not just going a completely opposite direction. I feel like you'd have to consistently do that for you to change either the direction of your center or to not be centered anymore. So I feel like it is kind of like an area, like it's a no. window and not necessarily a pinpoint. Definitely. Because as of right now, if I were to change my caffeine intake to absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. 
like not even half. It would actually throw your body out of whack, right? Yeah. So I think my staying centered right now is at least some sort of form of mm-hmm. caffeine, whether it's a little bit or a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. And for me, like I, I just, I don't drink caffeine a lot, but this week I would have a little bit cause I had um, like two tests on in one day. Right. So yeah. in, in my big water cup, I put, you know, all the stuff I regular do regularly do for like hydration and stuff. And then I put a little bit of caffeine in there mm-hmm. and that bottle was just, I would drink that throughout the day. So it's, it wasn't a lot of caffeine for me. So it wasn't, you know, going to the extreme where I'd be like, you know, high, like I get, if I drink way too much caffeine, it, it's just enough to reap those benefits. So it stays within my window. It's funny because, uh, I was just thinking, for me, my caffeine intake mm-hmm. doesn't really affect my sleep much. No, it's because you're adapted to it because you've been drinking <laughs> yeah. that for so long. I've been drinking it since I was really a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember you saying, yeah, I had some ma- matcha last night. <laughs> and then you just stayed up really late. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. No, it was. But yeah, it, it affects me because I never. No, I yeah, never definitely. Yeah. And I didn't, for me, I didn't want to rely on it. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't have it. Because I actually, I really do like good coffee. I do the enjoy occasional. teas. I do, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I'm not like against caffeine. I just yeah. didn't want to rely on it to get definitely. up in the morning. So I wanted to see more benefits from it. And I had heard someone say, like, if you abstain from drinking caffeine for however long and then you drink it, it's like, those benefits are intense. Mm. One day I did that. I, you know, I was out with a, a friend and I had a big cup of coffee and I, I stopped at green lights. I was high as hell on caffeine <laughs> and I didn't know it, you know, and uh, you know, I got to my destination safely. Of course it was, it wasn't that far at all, but I mean, I was sitting there just like smiling and you know, everything was kind of euphoric. I'm like, wow. Like wow. that's that's powerful. That's a lot of caffeine. So, yeah, <laughs> it was nice in that sense. Um, another thing, my my friend said, and I think he he kind of, in my mind, illustrated this nicely, especially with the word centered. Mm-hmm. If you think of centered in a circle, um, but he said it's like um, orbiting around the highest ideal or your highest ideal. So you have your highest ideal as maybe the point in the center. Mm-hmm. And you're orbiting around that. And I, I thought, mm. and he said, maybe it's not necessarily a circle. And that made me think of like, geometrically, like maybe it's an ellipse, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not a perfect, just going around perfectly in a circle. Maybe in one way, you're kind of going longer out, like going further out and in yeah. the other direction, you're kind of going short. Mm-hmm. And in ellipse, there are two focal points, but you're still kind of orbiting around both. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe you could apply geometry to that shit, but he said it nicely. And that, that one was drew. He said orbiting around the highest ideal. I like that. Yeah. And then you go, and that actually is really great. Cause then it poses the question, like what is your highest ideal? And that kind of goes into what I think we were talking about a while ago of your ideal self. That's like, that includes being aware of yourself and understanding, you know, putting, putting kind of that image up of mm-hmm. what do you think is the best course of action and trying to align yourself with that. So mix that with like awareness. So your ideal self and being constantly aware 
and you know being centered is you um you're just actually i'll just say uh my other friend tim he said um having a central focus and a purpose in life and mm-hmm. I, I literally asked him and that was like his one line back to me i was like shit <laughs> i'm like yeah you're right <laughs> but you mix you pop your ideal self and maybe your ideal purpose mm-hmm. to slap that in the center and then you're just following that path yeah and so you're just you're orbiting around those things mm-hmm. and just making your way through life and so i thought that was like kind of beautifully beautifully illustrated in, in my head and the way things kind of like mixed together no definitely that that's a good way of thinking i really enjoy that yeah yeah no i i really enjoyed it. i'm like i'm so glad i asked them those questions because <laughs> it was it was legit yeah i need to ask my friends questions yeah no i i was thinking about it because sometimes like we have some decent just briefly some de- decent conversations about things mm-hmm. and um i think it's it's interesting how multiple minds uh, think better and also not at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, well, it depends, but it could be good or bad. If you have a lot of people, it, you could start acting stupid. Yeah. Um, but also, you just bounce ideas off each other and you almost you think better. Like your brains do connect in that sense. Because mm-hmm. you got little processing units that put out an output and each output might be different. And then you go, oh, that's interesting. And then you process that and it's like a, just a mini brain going back and forth but i don't know on staying centered where how do you think you could apply this to your life right now um i mean to really apply it you need to learn how to really practice it Mm -hmm. and that's a little difficult because it's just such a big thing there's so many different ways you can go about it yeah just like your orbiting thing um you know at some points you know you can get further away from yourself mm-hmm. and at some points you are closer to yourself so it's it's just really just like we've been <laughs> saying over and over it just really staying connected to yourself mm-hmm. knowing your surroundings um some ways I found online mm-hmm. um, included some regular exercise. Uh, doesn't have to be like intense or anything. So actually, on on that point, something I often hear about and too, and I've heard it from people like David Goggins and other things. And like David Goggins does a lot of like endurance stuff, like pushing his body to pushing his mind and body to the limits. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think that's a very good way to kind of discover your like to be more aware to learn about yourself is mm-hmm. to put yourself in positions that are difficult that are stressful mm-hmm. and practice that you know uh, the mental toughness the staying centered the being present all that all that just throw yourself in situations that um of course are generally safe you don't want to yeah. die but you know put yourself in hard situations and you'll learn more about yourself and how you function and how to sense. overcome things and maybe how to not let um, your emotions dictate things. Cause that's, that's like the first thing I thought about when I thought of center, it's like, Oh, just don't let your emotions get to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, that almost seems like a, an afterthought, like a, that's a, 
that's a symptom is or downstream effect that you just won't be bothered by mm. things that come up. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, sorry, and, continue. No, no. And just to say, um, whenever we're talking about this, this is not saying that you shouldn't feel your feelings. They are oh, there yeah, for yeah, a yeah. reason. That's what I was saying. Like it, it was, I thought it was going to be more of a com- conversation about emotion for some reason. Uh-huh. And it just seems like if you understand kind of what's going on here, then downstream you'll understand emotions of, mm-hmm. you know, you feel your emotions, but you also understand how to look at them from the outside. Yeah. And maybe if you don't need to be you know, crying right now, mm-hmm. you could go, why crying? Huh. Keep going. Or if you feel real sad, you just feel that shit. Mm-hmm. You just keep going and it's just part of it. And just allowing yourself to go, Go with the cycles of your body. Um, really piggyback on those high waves and you know, let those lows be lows because they're necessary. Because mm-hmm. I, I always found it interesting in the brain. It kind of, you can't really just keep going up and up and up yeah. with something like, say, for like pleasure and stuff. You can't just keep getting more and more and more because everything else just becomes, you know, nothing to you Mm -hmm. so your body has to reset that by dropping it down and that you know that feels depressing and sad and bored definitely and so it's kind of interesting that in order to go up you have to have you have to be some level of down Mm -hmm. and if you're up here your body's gonna try to force you down (laughs) so that it can go back up and so just kind of like riding you know, playing by the rules, you know, mm. understanding the rules of the game and playing the game, you know, yeah. that's, yeah, you know, where of your body like no, that. That was, that's definitely a good example of, you know, like how I said, there are different ways of doing things. You know, some mm-hmm. people, like you said, like to push their stuff to the extreme to learn more about themselves. But on the other aspect, you know, there are other people who still like to meditate, mm. like to do lighter exercises like yoga yeah um you know or like tai chi something more peaceful in that regard um learning in a different way yeah so everyone's different everyone learns in a different way and people discover themselves in a different way um in either way i'd say challenge yourself and challenge yeah. doesn't mean stressful because like you said with like say meditation or tai chi or something challenge yourself in that manner like yeah. and challenge a challenge like, can just be doing yeah. something slightly different. Yeah. Or going to seeing what you can do. Because mm-hmm. wouldn't it be brilliant for like, say, meditation? So, you know, I can only do a minute and then I lose focus of whatever type of meditation I'm doing. So yeah. it's more of like a focused one. I, after a minute, I lose focus. Well, trying to meditate to have higher focus and trying to see how far you could push that. Oh man, I actually I ended up focus on focusing on something like actually focusing for mm-hmm. twenty minutes, and that's like the biggest milestone. It's taken me three years to get to that point. Yeah, which I don't know how how long it takes to get to that point. I but it varies. Yeah, I haven't challenged myself in that manner to have that specific meditation goal or anything. Mm-hmm. But challenge yourself in that way, and you don't have to necessarily you know just do a bunch of extreme stuff. But you could also challenge your body physically. Because, I mean, your body and your brain are uh, they're the same thing. They're connected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you challenge the body, you challenge the brain. 
But yeah, um, this being said, uh, I actually found online that it was another way of looking at it is inner peace. So <laughs> I think of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's exactly inner what peace. I put it in the in the water drop. You know how yeah. beautiful that was. No, I put that. On that my was notes. the second one, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was yeah, the second inter- one. That one was so good. I really yeah, liked good. that one because that dealt with more pain than anything they're else. They're coming out with a four. They're, they're making it. I hope it's good. I do too. I hope it's good. Because yeah. that, that second, like the first one was good. The second one, like just the, the raw emotion. Yeah. And like, you know, people were being taken out and stuff. And then they were like really getting to the, to the like core of like troubles and such. And like, you know, Tigress was like, I used to punch, you know, these trees yeah. until my, you know, my hands went numb. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and she's like, how the fuck would you know about me? Like, <laughs> it's definitely good. I kind of like how they type the second and third one together with the whole dad thing. Oh, yeah. Because in the second one, it's just like, oh, you're not my dad. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I love that part where he was just like. He, he was talking to me, he's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, you're adopted. <laughs> Pretty much. The yes, paraphrase. I knew it. <laughs> he's like, you did? <laughs> and then in the third one, it's just like, oh, I found my real dad. Yeah. But in the beginning, I, I just love how they did it. Um, The dumpling challenge. Yeah. And then just like, yeah, I lost my son years ago. Like, whoa. I lost my dad years ago. Well, good luck finding your dad. All right. Well, good luck finding your son. son. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, but yeah, I was just um, inner peace and yeah. just it's funny because I put that in my notes and just oh, man, doing it with the scene. flaming iron cannonballs. Yeah, and I mean, oh wow, and just deflecting those and just the thought of the. Um, uh, the imagery of like, hey, you have the water droplet. You're just carrying this water droplet down your body. And then you can just let it just continue. Yeah. Un- unharmed. Mm-hmm. And just. So it just goes right through you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> but now I need to watch that movie again. Oh, yeah. I watched it like maybe not, not even maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah great i we watched all the films it's, yeah. it's great i mean i guess there's something to be taken from movies i mean movies are just like they're little um life practices you know they, they try to illustrate something in life even if it's for just pure mm-hmm. entertainment there's always it's replicating the same system that's out there oh, so definitely um there's actually a youtube channel called cinema therapy oh yeah love it does it is that the whole like purpose of it it just oh, goes yeah yeah they they take a movie uh look at a certain aspect um and it's pretty much just a therapist reacting to uh whatever they're focused on yeah and they, he just talks about it and stuff and it's it's really cool yeah when you when you watch movies not necessarily for i'd say entertainment but for like practice because mm. like i said everything's a game you know even games like board games and card games those are all life practices yeah. like that's you practicing for the you game can, of life you can have a team game yeah. that will translate to the real life yeah that allow you uh, well, to it's, work with others exactly it's it's finding constraints and you know 
going within those constraints. So it's, it's life practice and yep. the systems systems kind of like shuffle down. So the way life works, you'll find it replicated in the way your games are. It just pop down, bottom up. But uh, same with movies, movies and content like that. Now, some of them, um, you know, they bring ideas where you're like, okay, that's an idea. And it's kind of eh, kind of weak. Maybe it's stupid. Maybe that's what makes a bad movie is the, the idea <laughs> is bad and people can tell and they don't, they don't necessarily like it's poor execution of the idea. Like there's an idea and they're trying to get to that idea, but they don't quite get to that idea. They don't align with the idea. And so yeah. people are like, that's a bad movie, yep. but a good movie perfectly aligns with the idea. It's no, trying definitely. To it's funny that you mentioned that because that same channel I was talking about. Yeah. Um, they also do some things on bad movies. Oh yeah. And most of it isn't even like psychological, like, oh, this is why they do this. Uh this is, you know, understanding this and understanding that. It's more just like bagging on it. It's like this makes no so, sense. Yeah, poor communication. It's like we're trying to get something from you and everything's confusing and we yeah. don't get anything from it. Yeah. So, so. it's funny because they just they just have some episodes where it's just not just, informational it's at just like, all this is shit movie. yeah like <laughs> it's the shit movie this shouldn't be happening uh they just kind of make fun of it and that that's literally the video <laughs> but most of the time it, it has are you aware of the things. the channel again movie i used to watch this all the time like years ago but cinema sins no they he'd pretty much go through and try to find all the mistakes Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of movies. Yeah, I remember he had like a countdown, like a yeah. hundred or something yeah. like those. Something like, extreme. And you'd be like, ding, yeah. ding. I could hear it. Um, <laughs> I remember there was, it's probably the same guy, but he also did it with like music videos and stuff. Oh, really? Like mistakes yeah. and continuity errors yeah. and such? Or just songs in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I wonder how that would go. I don't know. But yeah. I love that sort of stuff. and. I don't have too much. Yeah, yeah, me neither. You like that? Um, Good. Yeah, about that, forty that, minutes. Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, and that's fine. I feel like we we talked about our point. Uh huh. Um, got it across. But yeah, if you want to do more on staying centered, definitely check out Kung Fu Panda too. <laughs> You'll find that inner piece. <laughs> that inner not piece. sponsored. Yeah, right. No, but, yeah. you know. It's a good movie. Now, certainly, certainly check it out. Try to become aware of yourself, you know, your purpose or a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, he found just a central focus. Poe found inner peace by accepting that, you know, he, he just remembered. Oh, yeah, I guess how his parents, you know, were attacked and then how he, he, he accepted who he was. Yeah, he wasn't. No, that's the third movie. Oh, was that? Yeah. The who he was part. Yeah. What was the inner? Oh, yeah. what, was, what was the second? Was it the turmoil about yeah, his... of like who he was, where he came from? Yeah, and it, it and pretty much how he got where he was. Yeah, and yeah, something I I do want to make a point about, and I mean this, you'll find this everywhere in like mindfulness, whatever, self help, you know, whatever is the the concept of you know the the forever now, like everything's always now. Mm. It's always now. So just and. The, the be present is to understand what's going on right now. Mm. Be aware of right now. You know, don't, don't have to make up everything in your head of how everything's going to go and try to live in the future or the past. Think of where you are right now, what you're doing and you know, act within the now.
Yeah. So that that would be a good one. Just like in the first Kung Fu Panda movie, I I don't know if I said this in like the last one, but Master Ugwe. <laughs> okay, go for it. I think you said it again. Um, well, I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna say it. Say it. So it's pretty much. Um, you worry too much about the past and what will be. Um, the past is. I need to look it up. Look it up real quick. I want to hear this. I want to hear a smooth one of this. <laughs> a smooth, a smooth one. version of it. Oh, uh, do you have it yet? No. What? No. Master Ugwe. Ugwe. Uh, Master Ugly. No. <laughs> noodles don't noodles. Noodle. Noodles. All right. Uh, childhood. All right. So okay, you got it. The quote. Oh. All right. So the quote. Sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Yeah, uh, why does it keep uh, popping uh, up or something like that? Yeah. All right. Okay. Here we go. It's quit, don't quit. Noodles, don't noodles. You are too concerned with what was and what will be. There's a saying yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why it is called present i guess with that we'll just yep that's it that's all that's all we have thank you thank you all right Bye.